Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to our monthly book club, and welcome our author, the strong and powerful Jason Cutter. Jason, are you ready to do this? I am super ready, George. Excellent. Let's do this. And again, or for the first time, Jason, thank you so much for coming back on. Jason is the founder and CEO of Cutter Consulting Group. He is the host of the Sales Experience Podcast, and he is the author of Selling with Authentic Persuasion, Transform from Order Taker to Quota Breaker. Excited to have you back on, Jason. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and what motivated you to put pen to paper. Well, my uh, it's all kind of in one story. So I am a consultant, a coach, and trainer. I help sales teams and individuals perform better, sell more effectively, and it's all in the method I call authentic persuasion in that framework, which was the impetus for the book. Um, and a lot of it stems from the fact that I wasn't destined early on in life to be a salesperson like some people out there that you meet. Um, I have two analytical uh, parents. I was an only child, awkward, shy, uh, slightly bullied as a kid. Uh, my bachelor's degree is in marine biology and I tagged sharks for a few years. And uh, for the longest time, I tried to do everything I could to not deal with people um, cause I didn't want to <laughs> deal with people. And, um, then, you know, like life does to you, I, uh, one job ended and I ended up in a sales role and uh, kind of started me on a journey that I actually ran away from a couple of times and then just kept going back to. Nice. Appreciate that. And now I, I remember our first conversation. I think I cracked wise about where can I go where there are no other human beings? And the answer to that question <laughs> is either outer space or it's going to be the ocean. So the ocean it is. The ocean it is. To literally swim with sharks and then into sales where it can certainly feel like you're swimming with sharks. And, oh, yeah. Um, and I, I, I wanted to share a, a story with you about really my, um, my initiation into the world of sales. When I was 22 years old, I, I went to work selling life insurance. And my manager, one time I had a, a, a pen in my front shirt pocket. And he, he looked at me and he said, what are you, an order taker? And I said, what are you talking about? He said, no, you need to be an order giver. And he took the pen and he took the pen from my front shirt pocket and put it into my uh, suit coat pocket. And he said, now you're an order giver. And I thought, okay, that's either the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my whole life or, uh, or, <laughs> or, 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 or <laughs> I, I still don't know. But anyway, when, 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 when I read transforming from an order taker to a quarter, quarter breaker, it sort of resonated with me. Yeah, I love that. I, I think part of that is just a mental mindset, you know, kind of shift in game. You know how an athlete kind of does their routine and puts on their their uniform and then gets into that mode uh, as a business people will as well. So I think part of that's true. And then I think part of it is, you know, also true in what he said. I mean, if you have the, the pen in the pocket and the, kind of the clipboard mode and you're there to just help people who are ready to be helped, then uh, you're going to be limited in your success and sales. Yeah, Amen. 
I think that one of the reasons why I wanted to have you back on the show was um, this idea of authentic persuasion. And I think that, that sometimes we have a negative thought about salespeople. And, and, and I shared with you that for the longest time, I didn't really believe in what I was selling or the products I was selling. I didn't see myself or I, I didn't like thinking of myself as a salesperson. And those limiting beliefs really stopped me from, um, from I think, well, it's it helped me back, and now I, I can tell you that that my thought process is completely different from what it was way back then. So, I guess let me start off by just asking you, really, what what are you hoping that people get out of reading the book? So, there's a lot of people who feel that same way. I mean, when you really step back and look at it, everything in life is sales, from you know getting your significant other to agree to dinner or a movie or you know vacation, whatever that might be, or even to go out with you in the yeah. in the first place to uh, you know what you're doing in business. Even if you're not a salesperson, it's you're selling to your manager. Uh, you're selling to your team. You know, there's always some kind of selling and persuasion. And so what I wanted people to get was to feel empowered to embrace their role, especially if they're a sales professional, and to view that as their duty uh, more than just something they're doing to somebody, but something they're doing for somebody as their duty to help that qualified person buy from them. And then uh, when that happens, you can win at sales without resorting to those tricks and manipulation tactics that people are afraid of becoming. Yeah, I think that that's such an important distinction and certainly one that 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 once it sank in for me, um made 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 a lot of the difference. I don't know if it made all the difference necessarily, but it made such a huge difference. So, I I I appreciate that. Um so when you think about empowering people or just helping them to to feel good about the idea that hey I'm I'm not trying to trick somebody I am trying to help people really authentically express what it is that they're bringing to the table and then help people understand how 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 it fits in and and can better their situation is that is 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 that a fair way to talk about what it is you were hoping to accomplish yeah, I mean, I wanted to really show people one of the big lessons I learned and everything in my journey with both my own sales kind of career path and experiences as well as what I've seen, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, with hundreds and hundreds of other salespeople, some who've made it, some who have not, um, but show that there's a way to be successful in sales by being themselves and actually serving their prospects. So I wanted all those people out there like myself and like yourself that fell into sales where maybe it wasn't their childhood dream to persuade people to buy, right? Like they're not playing salesperson as a kid uh, with their little store and, 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 you know, in their pen and, and trying to get people to sign up for their little kid life insurance policy or the sell, you know, buy, buy their little kid car from them. Some kids do that, right? And we know those stories and those people who they started selling early. That was their path. Um, but a lot of people can't relate to that. And so I wanted to give people that perspective who maybe they didn't even receive enough training or coaching on how to sell properly. Um, and I wanted them to hear my story and feel inspired to become highly effective at persuasion and sales in a way that felt congruent and in, in line with who they were and where they wanted to go. Nice. Yeah, I appreciate that. So I'm a big believer in, in habits and 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 process, certainly. Are there certain habits that, that you were hoping 
to help people break? Yeah, I mean, it's that habit. You you mentioned it in your experience and then also the subtitle of the book is the habit of defaulting to being an order taker. That would be the biggest thing. Um, a lot of people in sales don't like buying from that pushy closer, if you will, um, the one who's pushing them and, and manipulating them and, and just really the high pressure. And so what happens is when they get into a sales role, they go usually to the other end of the spectrum, right? Nobody wants to be a hypocrite. Everyone wants to follow the golden rule and do to, on to others as you like to be done to you. And so they end up on the order taker end, hoping that people will like them and appreciate them for how much they care because they're not pushing them and hope that they make some sales. But that has Habit, that default mode is what kills so many sales careers. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. And then how about the flip side of the coin? There's certain habits that you were hoping to help build. You know, one of the biggest things that's missing in the sales profession is there is no standard. There's no training. There's no certification. There's nothing like other professions that we think of, like a doctor or the legal field, right, where they've got to go through a ton of school. They've got to take tests. They've got to get certified. There's, you know, there's all kinds of checks and balances to make sure they are a professional operating with the best interest of their clients, right? No matter how you feel about either of those professions, but they are a profession and they're held to those standards. Problem is that doesn't occur for sales. I mean, there is now the option to get a bachelor's degree in sales, which I think is fascinating, um, but there's it's still not a profession, profession that's regulated. And so what I wanna help people build is the confidence in themselves as a professional, where they act like a professional and they see themselves like a professional, back to that duty that I was talking about, where it's really literally their responsibility to the other person to help them and provide that as their sales success foundation that can be applied to any sales process, right? So this is just a fundamental way to do sales no matter what you're selling. I think that that's such an important thing that you that, that you just hit on, that idea of, of being, becoming and being, conducting yourself as a professional and all the things that, 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 that really go along with that. Um, and I 100% agree. I think that that is just for so many different reasons lacking. So if you can help somebody to build that, what a what an incredibly powerful thing. So um, as you are thinking about writing this book um, and going through the, the the process of writing it and all the different iterations of writing it, I'm, I'm, how do you do you know how long it really took you from you two know, two years? Okay, nice. <laughs> it, it took me almost exactly two years from when I started it and then hired a coach to help me through the process to it being done. All right. So two years and you got the idea and you sort of get started. Is there some, is there a certain thing or things that you thought, you know what? I definitely don't want to write this kind of a book. For me, I wanted to be all about action. Uh, I wanted to two things. One is to be all about action and practical steps, tactical information. Um, and then I also wanted to be me. I wanted to fit my style. I wanted to fit um, how I sell and how I write and how I talk. I wanted to be congruent with that, uh, which makes sense. I mean, it's funny because when I started writing the book, I didn't have a title. I didn't have a really good concept. I just knew what I wanted to write about and tie in everything I'd done. And the authentic persuasion title didn't come to me 
until March of this year. So I had written the book once, threw it away, wrote it again from scratch a second time, and then was in the editing process, lost, sitting on my desk for three months, just not touching it, and then I finally got a title. And so really even before then, I felt like it had to be authentic. So I'm not a big one on fluff. I'm not a big one on a lot of quotes. Um, I think inspiration and motivation are good, but I didn't want it to be filled with that. I wanted to be literally, I didn't want it to become a shelf help book where somebody reads through it and is like, hey, that's cool, great, let me put it on the shelf and forget about it. I wanted to be like, no, you read through this and it's giving you the tools to make that shift. A shelf help book. How have I never heard that term? That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so like for me, I don't I don't use quotes when I talk a lot, you know, when I present, when I do training. And it felt inauthentic for me to use a ton of quotes in there and stats and figures and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to really connect and share. So that was that was that was the goal. Yeah. Well, I think that that's great. And yeah, making it like a just like a user manual or just really practical where you can keep going back to it or needing to go back to it as 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 as, as you get better or different things pop up. I think that that's great. Yeah, um, which is why if you read that first intro section, I literally start the book with, "Hey, if if you fit into any of these categories, don't buy the book." <laughs> like, don't buy the book if you relate to these things. Like, just like I tell, I want to pre-qualify people. If it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. If it's a good fit, we're going a thousand miles an hour on this journey together. Um, but if it's not a good fit, then that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Amen. Anything that, that, that you'd like to add or subtract from the book? You know, it's one of those tough things. I'm going through the editing process. I'm just thinking more concepts, more things that come up, more chapters, more ideas, more ways to edit and change what I have. Um, and literally there was just a line in the sand where I just had to be done or it would be one of those things that's perpetually being edited and changed and is never complete. Um, so, yeah, I mean, nothing specific that jumps out that I would do different. Uh, you know, but yeah, there was a point at which I knew my editor and my publisher would kill me if right. I kept wanting to change it and move things and redo things. Yeah. At some point it just needs to be done. And yeah, it's like a painting, right? Like you can't just keep messing with it. At some point it's done and you're never going to be happy with it. I'm never like, I'm never going to read through it and go, oh, this is the perfect, you know, all encompassing right. manual. No, it's not. But you know, that's where book number two comes in. That so. yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Main ideas that you really want to reinforce. You know, I think the, the biggest thing is that authenticity and empathy always wins, right? If there's just one thing, um, you know, the right thing to do is always the right thing to do. Uh, I know Gary Vee says that a lot. Um, and that when you persuade somebody with the right intentions, then your goal is to help them to get to a better place in their life or business. And when you do that, you deserve to get rewarded. And you coming from a place of authenticity and empathy and then combining that with persuasion is actually what the other person needs. They don't just need the empathy. They need empathy plus some some professional persuasion and action. Yes, nice. When you think back on the book or when 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 you're holding it in in your hands, what are you most proud of? You know, part of that is um, the fact that this weird kid growing up uh, <laughs> with a marine biology degree, 
you know, uh, actually wrote this. There was a long period of time in my life, which goes into the authenticity piece, where I was ashamed and embarrassed about my path. I was I was embarrassed mentally in my own head that uh, I didn't follow the wine, the the straight path that theoretically you're supposed to do that no one actually does anyway. But that's what I thought. Right. And no pressure from my parents, just society where, you know, I didn't go to college, get a degree, go into that career, uh, you know, start a family, buy a house like, you know, live this nice stable straight life like it was just a, a hot mess as i've said before and um to to embrace that instead of running from it and then compile all this as a tool to help other people is uh is amazing that's what i love the most when i when i look at it yeah i think that that's awesome so certainly congratulations thanks so when somebody picks it up what do you really want it to do for them um I want this to be a tool that salespeople and organizations can go through and reference to help shift the way that they approach sales conversations and the way they shift how they see the role they the role they have as a salesperson uh, person um, and uh, for you know for them I want people to just get their eyes open to another way, not just like the natural born sales model or, you know, whatever they think it takes to be successful. But I want it to help people achieve their goals and achieve success for them and whatever that equals through whatever role they have in sales. Um, and then for myself, I, you know, and, and part of this is I just want this to be a vehicle that creates a million authentic persuaders in the world. And the reason why that's important is that the, the world does not like salespeople. The world um, is afraid of salespeople, yet it still needs salespeople. And if we can make that shift so that salespeople act like professionals and are authentic and using their powers for good and not evil, then we can shift the way the world sees the profession of sales. I love it. Any other advice to readers? Um, you know, the biggest thing, and it always starts with self-awareness. You got to know yourself and why you want to be successful in sales or anything. Um, and then once you have that and that part is super solid in your mind and in your heart, then the rest is easier. But it all starts with self-awareness. Love it. Any suggestions aside from selling with authentic persuasion that uh, people should be reading? Um, you know, that's a, that's always a tough one. Um, I get asked that and I, I recommend books like I sell, which is it depends, uh, mm -hmm. tell me more about your situation. <laughs> but you know, if there's some, if I had to go general and, um, you know, I think that for salespeople, anything by Og Mandino, uh, is great. He tells stories as a way to teach about sales fundamentals, um, which is what my goal is for my second book is to do more of a story kind of uh, mode for it. Um, so that would be one, anything by Augmentino for managers and leaders out there. It, this is a funny one, but, uh, I recommend the five love languages. It's a great management book that you don't think about management, but it's all about relationships and motivation. Um, and then for business owners, I always recommend the E-Myth Revisited, which is the classic one to help, uh, explain why small businesses fail most of the time. Nice. Love it. The, uh, Augmentino is that, is, is that like Prince or is that his name is or her name is Og, and then last name is Mandino? His, yes. O.G. and then Mandino. Yep. O.G. Mandino. Okay, got it. Yep. O old school sales leader, coach, author, just wrote tons of books. Um, very, very easy to read story mode, and, um, you know, you, you get a lot of lessons from him. It's Perfect. A, it's a great, great author. Love it. 
Well, Jason, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and where can they pick up a copy of Selling with Authentic Persuasion? The best place is to go to my website, jasoncutter.com. So it's a hub for everything I have going on from the consulting, the coaching, um, the book. To get the book directly, you can go to authenticpersuasion.com and buy it there uh, individually or in bulk if you're buying for your whole company or group or you want to buy them and hand them out to all your friends. And Or you can get it on Amazon as a Kindle. The hard copy is available through Amazon. And then I'm also recording the audio for Audible, uh, which will be coming out soon. Nice. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jason your appreciation and share the episode as well as Selling with Authentic Persuasion, Transform from Order Taker to Quota Breaker with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to jasoncutter.com. Go to authenticpersuasion.com or just go to Amazon, which is where you get everything anyway. Thanks again, Jason. Thanks for having me. And until next time. Keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.